Hello, everybody, and welcome to another CX podcast R&R with my good self, Richard Knight. And, um, and me. Um, so, you know, I, I need to get right into this, right, because... Oh, all right, OK. Warning, warning, everybody. Ryan's on a rant. Here we go. Month, it's been a month, and we were all happy and jolly in the last one, weren't we? So, because <laughs> it was no moan May. That was it, Yeah. Jumping June, I've had enough. Um, so, listen, how are you finding, I want to pose a question to all our podcast listeners out there, how are you finding getting basic products and services um, with a happy, smiley face at the moment? And all I'm going to say to you, right, before you answer that question, is going to the airport, trying to get on a train, trying to get your post delivered that's all i'm going to say what do you think it's a very good question and it's all about making it easy for customers isn't it that's what we're talking about how easy is it to get a service a product these days or are you finding yourself having to work really hard as the customer to actually get anything and that is and the very fact that you are paying the money your hard-earned cash and you know it's hard enough as it is at the moment anyway and actually then you have to then do extra work on top to actually get what you paying what you're paying for so at the moment what we're seeing is a real real problem in terms of ease of of interaction with companies and one of the core things around customer experience is if you're running a business make it easy for your customers this it's a simple thing but unfortunately at the moment as ryan has just alluded to and he's on one about it seems that it's impossible to do at the minute yeah the, I, there are times which when i'm looking at the tv and i'm watching stuff going on or i'm even trying to access products and i'm having to do this <laughs> by the way if you're listening on the podcast he was biting his fist then yes just to uh, make sure uh, yeah we need to have time and, 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 and I'm going to try not to swear. So this is where my head is currently with clients. Right? You and I have been in this all our life, right? We have been trying to look after clients. We've been able to, we've been trying to talk about the importance of client experience, customers getting what they want, when they want, and so on and so forth. And it's not, as you quite rightly point out, it is not difficult. And yet, and yet. Let us use a example. So today is the 22nd June. You may be listening to this in late June or early July, but on the 22nd of June, we've just gone through a weekend where uh, Heathrow Airport looked like um, a third world country with bags everywhere and the airport seeming to be incapable of mm -hmm. dealing with the issues. So they've sold the flights, they've taken people's money off them, they've pretended they're going to give them a good experience, not Heathrow Airport, no, the airline, sorry. Um, and look what's happening. You know, how would you feel... Heathrow Airport, EasyJet, British Airways, just to call you out. Um, if you'd sold somebody a flight that they'd worked damn hard to earn, uh, because as you rightly point out, Rich, it's really hard going at the minute. Cost of living is, is going up. People, People's experiences, people, you know, they're going to be less of them. And when they have those experiences, they're going to want to make them rememberable, right? That doesn't change. So all these airlines are, you know, and I know there'll be people listening to this going, yeah, but it's the government's fault and, you know, they haven't, mm. they haven't let enough people in. Well, do you know what? Communicate with the client that says, we're really sorry that we can't fulfill this. Here's all your money back. And do you know what? Here's a bit of compensation for all your trouble. And communicate to people rather than letting them get to the airport with their kids, with their bags, 
making them wait hours in queues. I mean, come on. I just, this, yeah, I'm trying not to get political here, but it's really basic stuff, isn't it? And I just don't get it. Yeah, no, you mentioned this sort of lack of respect uh, for the customer. And I think that's one of the key things, what we're talking about today. And, it, and, and it's the key thing is going back to basics. The number of these podcasts we've done now, I can't remember what we're on, 60-odd, something like that. Might be the 60th one today. Look at that. Um, wow. But the key thing is we every time we talk about those basics of stopping and looking at your customer's journey, what's happening with it. You cannot just create something and expect it to work with all the changes that are going on. There's so many changes happening. You cannot just put something in place and expect it to work every time. Technology, it's superb, but how much does it get in the way? of making it easier for our custom, for customers, et cetera, et cetera. So it's a really interesting one. And it's about being back to basics again. We've got to shout to organizations about this. Are you actually pausing and looking at what's going on? Your example of the airlines is an interesting one because um, myself and Lucy dropped our son off at the airport um, that Heathrow on Monday to uh, disappear off to Canada, exciting adventures, all of those exciting things. Um, uh, it was it was a scary experience. We were we weren't going anywhere, but the way that technology got in the way and stopped people having a smooth journey, I I physically saw travellers shouting at people from um, the, the check in desks and, and and trying to get people through check ins and actually saying back off, leave me alone were the exact words I heard them use as he faced up to this this. I don't know how to ex uh, describe the gentleman. It, uh, he was just rude. It was the answer. Move forward, please. Move forward, please. Now, move forward. Next one. What's the problem? Why isn't it working? I mean, it was it was a scary scene the going on there. And eventually we got through. And then when our son had disappeared through security in the long queue that was that, that, that had arrived, we were told that we'd come round the wrong way. We were pointed in a direction by the check-in desk people to go to security. So we walked the way we were told. There was then a barrier in front of us. And a, a, a lovely person in a, a nice bright shirt, who uh, was one of the Heathrow attendants, said, oh, no, you've got to go around the other way. But, but check um, security's just there. No, 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 it's too busy. We're too busy today. We're going to do, we're doing something different. And my point was, we haven't communicated that with all the check-in desks and all the other airlines that are available and sat there. So it was another little frustration. And then as we walked out and left our son to zoom off to our different places, I, we witnessed another airline employee literally stood face to face with somebody pointing in their face, shouting at them about their check-in and their, their flight. And, and I was absolutely flabbergasted, absolutely amazed. And it just sort of sprung to mind was terminologies for businesses be nice that's be it it's not be difficult just be nice, nice. be nice what, what what look i i i have i know that the, the particular travel in the minute um if you're working in the travel industry it must be horrendous if you're not yeah. the right levels of staff you're not being supported in the right way by the travel company just this is this is not this is definitely not um uh you know a takedown of what you guys are trying to do on the cold face but I do think there is a reminder that, you know, however stressful it is, if you put yourself in the client's shoes and you understand that that client is 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 really, really upset, you know, they've had their trip planned for ages and, 
and you might have been on the the, the end of the the tenth dressing down from a customer that day, um, and it cannot be easy. But do you know what, guys, that, that's kind of there what you're there to do. Uh, not be abused, of course not. Um, but there are ways and means, you know, where, where you can um, where you can talk down the client. I think the other thing that I'm interested in at the moment, you know, we're in this week of the, of the rail strikes, um, and whatever you think politically about, you know, the, that particular issue. What I find again interesting is coming back to your communication point. So my wife, Joe, is due to go with a friend to see Ed Sheeran on on Saturday uh, up to mm -hmm. London, and she's got a train booked from Reading in, into. She's driving to Reading from Devon and then into, into London. And I said to her last week, I said, have you had any communication about the rail strike? Um, and she said, no, I said, yeah, well, I'm hoping, it, like everyone, I'm hoping it's going to be cancelled. Um, I said, well, let's work on the preference that maybe it's not. And, you know, perhaps somebody might communicate it to you. So she ended up looking at the National Rail Inquiries website, the train line website she booked it through, and Great Western Railway who are operating the train. And there were three different ways in which she could check. She still wasn't sure whether the train was running or not. So ultimately, the message to get the to her to say, yes, your train's running, there was no email. There was no, you need to rebook. You know, again, this is not beyond the wit of man to turn around or woman to turn around and say, right, people are traveling on Saturday. We need to tell them the train's not working. And here's your refund. And we're very sorry. You know, it's... It, it, it's appalling service. And we've seen this trend coming out of the pandemic. It got slightly better. We've seen it across every industry, Rich, and we every sector, mm -hmm. professional service sector in hospitality. And, you know, I have to say that the great British public will only put up with this for so long. Uh, and then they will start voting with their feet and they will stop using businesses that cannot get their act together. And I look, I understand that, you know, getting, getting good people is is uh is hard but you know what some businesses are out there doing it really well some businesses yeah. are communicating well they're looking after their people they're retaining their people um, and yeah. you know what they've given a great client experience so you know people can do this it's whether they've got the will to do it or whether they want to hide behind excuses yeah and, and i think that's the point what we're at now so obviously we've had a little bit of a money bit of a money about various things there a bit of frustration really because we know that it can be done so the key things I wasn't allowed to moan last month. So <laughs> I know you're making you're making up for it, which is fine. But what we need to do is also just to remind our listeners and viewers that there are things that you can do to make a difference. So you've got staff, the short short staff recruitment, all those sort of things. How are your staff feeling? Are you asking them, or are you just ignoring them and saying get on with it? Because that's where problems can arise. So one of the key things is ask your team members how they're feeling. Scary, eh? scary stuff or, radically ask your team members how they could help you get more staff in brilliant so <laughs> communication across the board there so there's the internal piece that you need to be doing as well you know how are you asking them are you using a great system say like instant insight to be able to do that and others are available of course but you've got to get the, the staff understanding and and then be able to understand where they're coming from where they want to get to etc and then the other thing and i mentioned it already is pausing and looking at what your journey for your clients your customers is at the moment is it still working stress testing it because it's being it's under stress at the minute you may not be seeing where the issues are and then those boil over and people get really frustrated as the customers or as ryan said they just disappear so you've got to do that journey mapping exercise you've got to stop and look at it 
is and, the tech really working? Are the emails going out? Is communication working? And just on your point around the client journey, your example there at Heathrow is a great example, isn't it? Where you'll have had lots of different people trying to do their best, all in isolation. You know, yeah. no, you need to go over there, and no, you need to go over yeah. there. Actually, if they all got together at the beginning of the day and said, right, we've got some problems today. Let's all work together on this. Yeah. You know, directing people to departures, make sure they go the right way as a yeah. really simple example. Yeah. Somebody stepping back and going, hang on a minute, we're only one point in that journey. We're only one part of the, the jigsaw that's got to get the client from A to B. And of course, yeah. the reality of life is if that process is working, was working better, it would move people through more quickly and there'd be less stress and less arguments. And, you know, so all this stuff ties up. And I think to, to, to back yeah. up we know it's not easy. We know there are many, many challenges. And, you know, it might sound we're being quite, or I'm being quite glib about um, some of this stuff. But we have to look at, but we have to look at both sides of this. You know, consumers uh, and businesses that are buying products and services are handing over their hard-earned cash. Uh, and this is only going to get worse in the next few months. So people are going to expect more of the experience than less. Because yeah. they're going to be less tolerant of poor service because the experience they're on might be the only one they're going to take for the next month, six, six weeks, two months. So, you know, businesses that get this right, again, you know, we, we talk about it consistently, week, a month in, month out now, is spend the time, stand back, look, understand what do you need to change today or tomorrow or next week to make sure things are going to run smoothly. Because, you know what, yeah, it's going to be an interesting summer. And anyway, on that note, <laughs> probably enough. As, as Justin Trudeau, the Canadian uh, Prime Minister, once said, change has never been this fast and it will never be this slow again. We've got to keep up. So we need to think about all these marvellous things of gathering insight, seeing what's going on. Right, enough of that. You need to cheer up now, you miserable old git. Are we going to... Uh, um, yeah, I promise. Yeah, so <laughs> July, we promise we'll have probably somebody really interesting to interview. <laughs> and uh, the but, but point here is, is, is uh, we, we just, look, it's not easy. And, you know, good luck to everyone across the summer. There's a real opportunity now to uh, to make the best of what, what the hands were dealt, I guess, um, over the yeah, summer. Absolutely. But if you, if you keep talking to your customers, keep talking to your people, you will not go far wrong and you'll have a successful summer. Oh. So with that in mind, it's a goodbye from me, Ryan Huxtable. Uh, otherwise known as the Yoda of the West, because mm. wise words you say. Mm. And from me, Rich Knight, have a great one. Cheers. <laughs>